chapter 2 stones 2.1 general the engineering structures are composed of materials these materials are known as engineering materials or building materials or materials of construction it is necessary for an engineer to become conversant with the properties of such materials the service conditions of a building demand a wide range of materials and various properties such as water resistance strength durability temperature resistance appearance permeability etc are to be properly studied before making final selection of any building material for a particular use it is significant to note that a universal building material for application in all conditions is yet to be found The grouping of building materials is done by considering specific properties of the materials such as stones, ceramics, cement concrete, timber, metals, etc. Each group is then suitably subdivided. The application of each building material in the engineering field is predetermined by its chief or main properties. When alternatives are available, the final choice is made from the considerations of engineering and economics thus the materials of construction for the purpose of convenience can be broadly classified in the following three groups one cement materials such as lime cement mortar etc two protective materials such as paints varnishes plaster etc and solid materials such as stones bricks iron timber etc to improve the quantity and quality aspects of industry of the building materials it becomes necessary to impose standardization and only by such regulations and restrictions in the manufacturing processes it becomes possible to supply the conventional building materials at economic rate in the market it is established fact that the supply of building materials lags far behind its demand This is due to the fact that the use of building materials is not limited to construction purposes only. As a matter of fact, there is no field of engineering which does not require the use of building materials. The industry of building materials therefore plays a vital role in our national economy. It is expected that our country is likely to face an acute shortage of common building materials like bricks, cement, coarse aggregates, lime, plywood, plastics, etc. There is therefore an urgent need to tackle the situation by manufacturing cheap, environment-friendly and energy-efficient building materials to tackle the situation. The scarcity of building materials and their high costs are likely to hamper many construction projects and development programs. It will therefore be necessary to lay greater emphasis on the growth of such industries which utilize local raw materials. the material sources for producing building materials at lesser cost by restoring to more scientific methods of production in this chapter the stones as a sort of building material will be discussed in subsequent chapters other building materials will be described 2.2 classification of rocks the building stones are obtained from the rocks which are classified in the following three ways one geological classification according to this classification the rocks are of the following three types igneous rocks sedimentary rocks and metamorphic rocks igneous rocks the inside portion of the earth surface has high temperature so as to cause fusion by heat or even ordinary pressures the molten or the pasty rocky material is known as magma 
and this magma occasionally tries to come out to the earth surface through cracks or weak portions the rocks which are formed by the cooling of magma are known as the igneous rocks the igneous rocks are recognized in the following three classes a plutonic rocks such rocks are formed due to the cooling of magma at a considerable depth from earth's surface the cooling is slow and the rocks possess coarsely grained crystalline structure the igneous rocks commonly used in building industry are of plutonic type the granite is the leading example of this type of rock b hyperbasal rocks such rocks are formed due to cooling of magma at a relatively shallow depth from the earth surface the cooling is quick and hence these rocks possesses finely grained crystalline structure the dolerite is an example of this type of rock c volcanic rocks such rocks are formed due to pouring of magma at earth surface the cooling is very rapid as compared to the previous two cases hence these rocks are extremely fine grained in previous two cases hence these rocks are extremely fine grained in structure they frequently contain some quantity of glass which is in a non crystalline material the basalt is an example of this type of rock two sedimentary rocks these rocks are formed by the deposition of products of weathering on the pre-existing rocks all the products of weathering are ultimately carried away from their place of origin by the agents of transport such agents are frost rain wind flowing water etc following four types of deposits occur a residual deposits some portions of the products of weathering remain at the site of the origin such a deposit is known as residual deposit b sedimentary deposits the insoluble products of weathering are carried away in suspension and when such products are deposited they give rise to sedimentary deposits c chemical deposits some materials that are carried away in solution may be deposited by some physiochemical processes such as evaporation precipitation etc it gives rise to the chemical deposits d organic deposits some portions of the product of weathering gets deposited through the agency of organisms such deposits are known as organic deposits the example of sedimentary rocks are gravel sandstone limestone gypsum lignite etc 3 metamorphic rocks these rocks are formed by the change in the character of the pre-existing rocks the igneous as well as sedimentary rocks are changed in character when they are subject to great heat and pressure the process of change is known as metamorphism the mineral composition and texture of rock represent a system which is in equilibrium with its physiochemical surroundings the increase of temperature and pressure upsets this equilibrium and metamorphism re- results from an effort to reestablish a new equilibrium in this process the original constituent minerals which are unstable under the changed conditions are converted into new ones which are more stable under the changed conditions these minerals are arranged in a manner which is more suitable to the new environments it should however be noted that changes produced by weathering and sedimentation are not included in the metamorphism
there are three agents or of metamorphism namely heat pressure and chemically acting fluids the heat may be supplied by the general rise of temperature with depth or by igneous magma the presence may be developed due to load of rocks or movement of earth the chemically acting fluids play a passive role only and they do not take active part in the process of metamorphism the pressure may be uniform or directed the uniform pressure may be applied to solids and liquids the directed pressure or stress can exist only in solids and it is converted into uniform pressure it applied to liquids following four types of metamorphism occur with various combinations of heat uniform pressure and directed heat a thermal metamorphism the heat is the predominant factor in this type of metamorphism b cataclastic metamorphism at the surface of the earth the temperatures are low and metamorphism is brought about by directed pressure only such metamorphism is known as the cataclastic metamorphism dynamo thermal metamorphism there is a rise in temperature with increase in depth hence the heat in combined combination with stress brings about the change in rock such metamorphism is known as the dynamo thermal metamorphism d plutonic metamorphism the stress is efficient only up to a certain depth this is due to the fact that the rocks become plastic in nature at certain depths at great depths a stage is reached when stress cannot exist as it is converted into uniform pressure because of the plasticity of rocks the metamorphic changes at great depths are therefore brought about by uniform pressure and heat such metamorphism is known as the plutonic metamorphism 2 physical classification this classification is based on general structure of rocks according to this classification the rocks are of the following three types one stratified rocks unstratified rocks and foliated rocks stratified rocks these rocks possesses planes of stratification or cleavage and such rocks can easily be split up along these planes the sedimentary rocks are distinctly stratified rocks unstratified rocks these rocks are unstratified the structure may be crystalline granular or compact granular the igneous rocks of volcanic agency and sedimentary rocks affected by movements of the earth are of this type of rock foliated rocks these rocks have a tendency to be split up in a definite direction only the foliated structure is very common in case of metamorphic rocks three chemical classification this classification is known as a scientific or engineering classification and according to this classification the rocks are of the three types siliceous rocks argillaceous rocks and calcareous rocks siliceous rocks in these rocks the silica predominates the rocks are hard and durable they are not easily affected by the weathering agencies the silica however in combination with weaker minerals may disintegrate easily it is therefore necessary that these rocks should contain maximum amount of free silica for making them hard and durable the granites 
quartzites etc are examples of siliceous rocks argillaceous rocks in these rocks the argil or clay predominates such rocks may be dense and compact or they may be soft these stones are hard and durable but brittle the slates laterites etc are the examples of the siliceous rocks calcareous rocks in these rocks the calcium carbonate predominates the durability of these rocks will depend upon the constituents present in the surrounding atmosphere the limestones marbles etc are the examples of calcareous rocks 2.3 sources of stones the stones are obtained from rocks a rock represents a definite portion of earth surface it is not homogeneous it has no definite chemical composition and shape it is known as the monomineralic rock if it contains only one mineral and it is known as it is known as the polymineralic rock if it contains several minerals the quartz sand chemically pure gypsum magnesite etc are examples of monomineralic rock and basalt granite etc are examples of polymineralic rocks a mineral indicates a substance having definite chemical composition and molecular structure it is formed by natural inorganic processes such minerals when combined form rocks of various types as discussed earlier the properties of a rock are then governed by the properties of minerals present in its structure 2.4 rock forming minerals the igneous rock contain many minerals the various natural minerals having wide range of different distinctive characteristics are available but only a few them form the bulk of rocks these minerals are called the rock forming minerals minerals in the igneous rocks following are the commonly found minerals in the igneous rocks one augite this mineral resembles hornblende except that it is heavier than hornblende it forms octagonal crystals it changes to chloride by hydration its density is 23 to 36 kilonewton per meter cube and hardness is 5 to 6 it is also called pyroxene chloride it has green color it is mainly derived from the decomposition of augite biotite and hornblende feldspar it has many varieties the common being that of orthoclase microline and one of one or other members of plagioclase series the orthoclase is whitish grayish or pinkish in color it is a straight splitting material it shows development of tabular crystals it has usually well defined faces the presence of decomposed rocks sometimes impart cloudy appearance to this mineral the rocks disintegrate easily if orthoclase is in abundance in their structure the microline has deep green or flesh red color it is found along with orthoclase hornblende this mineral is heavy strong and durable but brittle its color is dark green or black it has glassy luster 
It frequently occurs as six-sided crystal having the appearance of elongated hexagons. It changes to chlorite when exposed to weather. Its density is 29 to 30 kN per meter cube and harness is 5 to 6. It is an essential component of many igneous rocks. Mica It is silicate of aluminium with potassium and occurs in thin transparent laminae or plates. The layers of mica shine with metallic luster. The harness varies from 2 to 3. The two forms of mica commonly occurring in igneous rocks are muscovite and biotite. They occur separately or simultaneously. The muscovite is also known as white mica or potash mica. It has light color and it may be colorless when available in thin layers. Its density varies from 27.60 to 31 kN per meter cube. The biotite is also known as the black mica. It has dark color and metallic luster. It has iron content and hence when exposed to weather it changes to chloride and loses its elasticity. Its density varies from 28 to 32 kN per meter cube. Olivine it has black, olive, green or yellow color. It is colorless when found in thin sections. It frequently changes to the serpentine. Plagioclase. This is a general name given to a series of feldspars which ranges from sodium aluminum silicate known as albite to calcium aluminum silicate known as the anortite. The characteristic of Plagioclase is multiple twinning. It is an oblique splitting material. Quartz. It is the crystalline form of silica. It is usually colorless, but it may be sometimes brownish, pink, or yellow in color due to the presence of metallic oxides in small quantities. It is weatherproof and resistant to attack of acids, with the exception of hydrofluoric acid. Its density is 26.50 kN per meter cube and its harness is 7. It may be noted that the common sand is variety of quartz. The transparent crystal of quartz is known as the rock crystal. The compact translucent mass of quartz is called the hornstone. Serpentine. This material resembles chloride. It has pale green or yellow color. It represents a massive appearance. 2. Minerals in the sedimentary rocks The sedimentary rocks also contain many minerals. Following are the commonly found minerals in the sedimentary rocks. 1. Calcite This mineral rarely occurs in igneous rocks, but it is the chief constituent of many sedimentary rocks. The calcite is calcium carbonate CaCO3 and it gives out carbon dioxide when attacked by mineral acids. It is generally colorless but the presence of impurities may give it yellow, brown or red color. It is available in various shades. It is poorly soluble in water and it reacts vigorously with acids. Its density is 27 kN per meter cube and its harness is 3.
it deteriorates in water containing carbon dioxide co2 since calcium bicarbonate ca hco3 taken twice is formed and it is about 100 times more soluble in water than calcite magnesite this mini- mineral occurs rarely in nature and its chemical composition is mgco3 it is harder and less soluble than calcite dolomite it is available in various shades its crystals are brittle it is however stronger and heavier than calcite it is insoluble in ordinary water in chemical composition it is bicarbonate of magnesium and calcium mgco3 caco3 it contain consists of 46% of mgco3 and 54% of caco3 glauconite this mineral has no definite crystal form it, it its color varies from yellow to green it is practically insoluble in acids as well as ordinary water limonite it has an earthy appearance its color varies from yellow to reddish brown it is insoluble in ordinary water but it dissolves in acids gypsum it is the hydrated sulfate of calcium with chemical composition as caso4 2h2o it is white when in pure state due to the presence of impurities it is tinted into gray reddish yellowish or black colors its density is 23 kN per meter cube and its hardness is 2 It is a crystalline substance. Its solubility in water is very poor. Anhydrite. This is an anhydrous variety of gypsum and its chemical composition is CaSO4. Its color varies from reddish white gray. Its density varies from 28 to 30 kN per meter cube and its hardness varies from 3 to 3.5. If it remains in contact with water for a long time it is converted into gypsum with a slight increase in the volume 2.5 texture or structure of a rock the arrangement of minerals forming a rock is known as its texture or structure following are the different types of textures one compact crystalline the fine grains of particles are held together in a compact crystalline form example marble quartzite etc 2 conglomerate the grains are round and of different sizes they are cemented by some binding material 3 foliated in this type of texture the arrangement of minerals is in the form of parallel layers for glassy it is like glass without any crystal by granular crystalline the crystals are of similar size they are separate but they are held together by some binding materials example sandstone gneiss etc 6 pisolitic the grains are bigger in size and they are large as peas 7 porous granular 
the grains are in the form of irregular minute particles and a rock with such texture is not durable 8 porphyritic in this type of texture the crystals of one or more of the minerals are large and predominant 9 vesicular this texture is indicated by small irregular cavities on rock surface 2.6 fracture of a rock the type of surface obtained when a rock is broken indicates its fracture for a rocks with cleavage the breaking should be done in a direction other than that of the cleavage the fracture of a rock helps to determine its texture the fractured surfaces are mostly irregular following are their different types one con conchoidal such a fracture presents a set of concentric rings example quartz flint etc and it corresponds to glassy texture earthy it resembles earth example chalk even the fracture surface is more or less plain such a fracture denotes crystalline texture fibers the fracture surface is in the form of fibers as in case of asbestos hackle it indicates rough and broken surface with sharp edges and even the fracture surface is rough due to minute elevations and depressions such a fracture indicates granular texture 2.7 uses of stones the stones are used in the construction of buildings from the ancient times and most of the ancient temples and forts of our country were built with stones the taj mahal at agra and red fort jama masjid parliament house central secretariat and rashtrapati bhavan at delhi and various other prominent structures spread throughout the length and breadth of our country furnish us the splendid examples of contribution of stones as a building material even at present they form a basic material for cement concrete and bricks following are the various uses to which stones are employed one structure the stones are used for foundation walls columns lintels arches roofs floors damp proof courses etc face work the stones are adopted to give massive appearance to the structure the walls are of bricks and facing is done in stones of desired shades this is known as the composite masonry paving the stones are used to cover floor of buildings of various types such as residential commercial industrial etc they are also adopted to form paving of roads footpaths etc for basic material the stones are disintegrated and converted to form a basic material for cement concrete muram of roads calcareous cements artificial stones hollow blocks etc fine miscellaneous in addition to above uses the stones are also used as ballast for railways plugs in blast furnaces blocks in the construction of bridges piers 
abutments, retaining walls, lighthouses, dams, etc. It should however be remembered that stones are gradually losing their popularity as the building material because of the following facts. 1. The dressing of the stones proves to be tedious, laborious and time-consuming. 2. The stones of desired strength and quality are not easily available at moderate rates, especially in plain areas. 3. The alternatives to stones, namely RCC and steel, have proven to be stronger, less bulky, more durable, and more suitable for present-day construction of multi-storied and important buildings. 4. The structures constructed of rocks cannot be rationally designed as in case of RCC or steel structures. 2.8. Natural bed of stones one definition the building stones are obtained from rocks these rocks have a distinct plane of division along with stones which can easily be split this plane is known as the natural bed of stone and it thus indicates the plane or bed on which the sedimentary stone was originally deposited the natural bed of stone need not necessarily be horizontal. For sedimentary rocks, it is easy to observe and locate the natural bed as it lies along the plains and stratification. For igneous rocks, the natural bed is of little significance or importance and it is also difficult to determine to importance. In the stone masonry, the general rule to be observed is that the direction of the natural bed is of all sedimentary stones should be perpendicular or nearly so to the direction of the pressure. Such an arrangement gives maximum strength to the stonework. The natural beds of the stones can be detected by pouring water and examining the directions of layers. The magnifying glass may also be used for this purpose. An experienced worker can easily locate the direction of natural bed of stones from the resistance offered to the chisel. The stone break easily along these natural beds. With respect to natural bed, the stones are allowed in different situations as follows. 1. Arches In stone arches, the stones are placed with their natural beds radial with such arrangement the thrust of arch acts normal to the direction of natural beds. 2. Cornices, string courses, etc. The stones are partially unsupported in case of cornices, string courses, etc. Hence, they should be placed with direction of natural bed as vertical. This principle will not hold good for corner stones. It would be desirable in such cases to adopt stones without natural beds. 3 walls. The stones should be placed in walls with the direction of their natural beds horizontal. 
2.9 test for stones the building stones are to be tested for their different properties following are such tests for the following stones one acid test in this test a sample of stone weighing about 0.5 to 1 newton is taken it is placed in a solution of hydrochloric acid having strength of 1% and it is kept there for 7 days the solution is agitated at intervals a stone building stone maintains its sharp edge and keeps its surface free from powder at the end of this period if the edges are broken and powder is formed and the surface it indicates the presence of calcium carbonate and such stone will have poor weathering quality it is natural that this test cannot be applied to the limestones this test is usually carried out on the sandstones to attrition test this test is done to figure out the rate of wear of stones which are used in road construction the result of the test indicate the resisting powder of stones against the grinding action under traffic following procedure is adopted the sample of the stone is broken into pieces of about 600 mm size such pieces weigh weighing 50 newton are put in both the cylinders of dewell's attrition test machine the diameter and length of cylinder are respectively 200 mm and 340 mm the cylinders are closed their axes make an angle of 30 with the horizontal the cylinders are rotated about horizontal axis for 5 hours at the rate of 30 rpm after this period the contents are taken out from the cylinders and they are passed through a sieve of 1. 5 mm mesh the quantity of material which is retained on the sieve is weighed the percentage wear is worked out as follows percentage wear equal to loss in weight by initial weight into 100 3 crushing test the compressive strength of raw stone is found out with the help of this test the sample of stone is cut into cubes of sizes 40 mm into 40 mm into 40 mm the sides of the cube are finely dressed and finished the minimum number of specimens to be tested is 3 such specimens should be placed in water for about 72 hours prior to test and thereafter tested in saturated condition the load bearing surface is then covered with plaster of paris or 5 mm thick plywood the load is applied axially on the cube in a crushing test machine the rate of loading is 13.72 newton per mm square per minute the crushing strength of the stone per unit area is the maximum load at which its sample crushes or fails divided by the area of the bearing face of the specimen four crystalline test in this test at least four cubes of stones with side or as 40 mm are taken they are dried for 72 hours and weighed 
they are then immersed in 40% solution of Na2SO4 for 2 hours they are dried at 100 degrees celsius and weighed the difference in weight is noted this procedure of drying weighing immersing and reweighting is repeated at least 5 times each time the change in weight is noted and it is expressed as a percentage of original weight it is to be noted that the crystallization of caso4 in pores of stone causes the decay of the stone due to weathering but as caso4 has low solubility in water it is not adopted in this test by freezing and thawing test the specimen of stone is kept immersed in water for 24 hours it is then placed in a freezing mixture at minus 12 degrees celsius for 24 hours it is then thawed and warmed at atmospheric temperature this should be done in shade to prevent any effect due to wind sun rays rain etc such procedure is repeated several times and behavior of stone is carefully observed six hardness test to determine the hardness of a stone the test is carried out as follows A cylinder of diameter 25 mm and height 25 mm is taken out from the sample of stone. It is weighed. It is placed in Dory's testing machine and pressed with a pressure of 12.5 newton. The annular steel disc of machine is then rotated at a speed of 28 rpm. During the rotation of the disc, the coarse sand of standard specification is sprinkled on the top of disc. After 1000 revolutions the specimen is taken out and weighed the coefficient of hardness is found out from the following equation coefficient of hardness equal to 200 minus loss in weight in grams by 3 7 impact test to determine toughness of a stone the impact is carried out in page impact machine as follows A cylinder of 25 mm and height 25 mm is taken out from the sample of stone. It is placed as cast iron anvil of machine. A stone, a steel hammer of weight 20 newton is allowed to fall axially in a vertical direction over the specimen. The height of the first blow is 1 cm. That of second blow is 2 cm. that of the third blow is 3 cm and so on the blow at which specimen breaks is noted if it is nth blow n represents the toughness index of stone 8 microscopic test in this test the sample of stone is subjected to the microscopic examination the thin sections of stone are taken and placed under the microscope to study various properties such as average grain size existence of pores fissures veins and shakes mineral constituents nature of cementing material presence of any harmful substances texture of stone etc nine smith's test This test is performed to find out the presence of soluble matter in a sample of stone. The few chips or pieces of stone are taken and they are placed in a glass tube. This tube is then filled with clear water. After about an hour, the tube is vigorously stirred or shaken. The presence of 
earthy matter will convert the clear water into dirty water if water remains clear the stone will be durable and free from any soluble matter on the other hand if the water becomes dirty it will indicate that the stone contains too much of soluble earthy and mineral matters then water absorption test following procedure is adopted for the test from the given sample of stone a cube weighing about 0.5 newton is prepared its actual weight is recorded let it be w1 newton the cube is then immersed in distilled water for a period of 24 hours the cube is taken out of water and surface water is wiped off with damp cloth it is weighed again let its weight be w2 newton then the cube is suspended freely in water and its weight is recorded let it be w3 newton the water is boiled and cube is kept in boiling water for 5 hours it is then removed and surface water is wiped off with a damp cloth its weight is recorded let it be w4 newton from the above data the values of following properties of stone are obtained percentage absorption by weight after 24 hours equal to w2 minus w1 by w1 into 100 that is the equation 1 percentage absorption by volume after 24 hours equal to w2 minus w1 by w2 minus w3 into 100 that is equation 2 since volume of displaced water equal to w2 minus w3 percentage porosity by volume equal to w4 minus w1 by w2 minus w3 into 100 that is the equation 3 density equal to w1 by w2 minus w3 newton per meter cube that is equation 4 specific gravity equal to w1 divided by w2 minus w3 that is equation 5 saturation coefficient equal to water absorption by total porosity that equal to w2 minus w1 by w4 minus w1 this chapter is not yet completed so stay tuned